1: You are here for a reason. You are here for a reason. And yes, you are listening to Right On Radio with Jeff and Jesse. Welcome. And I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday yesterday.
0: Definitely. I know we did. It was a nice, relaxing time with family. How about for you, Jeff?
1: It was a nice, relaxing time. Very good. (laughs) <laughs> um actually yeah so it was a, a very different Christmas uh, for us uh it was just my wife and I uh we have family coming today as a matter of fact uh but you know we just uh we had a beautiful morning we had a great great meal uh kind of combining our north American and and uh South American traditions uh with their with our meal and uh, uh yeah it was just a, a really great day together and you know so today we're having family and things like that, uh, which I'm quite looking forward to. Uh, but it, it, it's funny, Jesse, the, uh, the one thing my wife said to me yesterday that really stood out. She goes, you know, this is a foreshadowing of when we move back to the States because you won't have all the family around. And she goes, this is what our Christmas is going to look like. And I thought,
0: well, yeah, but it mean, won't, so- but
1: it'll look different <laughs> outside. <laughs>
0: you guys were present with us in spirit, you know, we had your can of Canadian syrup that you had sent (laughs) and used it on, now what are they called? They're like Eberscaples, I hope I said that right. But they're kind of like a Dutch crepe that is made in a circle. And so we had your syrup on those and it was fantastic. Oh so yeah, you,
1: you can't we, beat we the were, We took
0: pictures for you guys, and
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so very good. But so, I don't think so you G- guys will be alone when you get here, Jeff. You've got no. so many friends.
1: <laughs> we we might choose to be.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I see. Uh, anyways, listen. Uh, so many. No, we didn't plan on doing a show today. In fact, we had planned the day off. So I just want to give an explanation, uh, real quick. So I have, uh, one of your fellow, uh, you know, one of the people in our community, uh, a lady named Mitzi, who many of you will know from the chats and from Dings and stuff like that. I've had her working on a special project for me, uh, for a little while now, and she's given me the first bunch of it. And then this morning I, she tagged me on a on a DM. And of course she's got some great stuff and immediately a show idea formulated in my mind. I mapped out an entire show. I was just going to do on my own, uh, because Jesse has the day off, (laughs) you know, (laughs) as we were supposed to. And so I just gave Jesse a quick text. Hey, I'm going to do a show. And Jesse just wrote back and said, uh, if you want to do revelations, I'm up. So revelations trumps, uh, Jeff and Mitzi's <laughs> little dig and uh and that's fantastic and as a bonus you're gonna get a second show today probably around the seven o'clock Eastern hour and it was just a fun meeting we did with our moderators so uh you know there's no deep Intel or anything like that in there don't watch it for that reason uh it was just just a fun Fun time uh, for us all. And we were missing a couple moderators. I want to uh, be really clear they were missed, but uh, you get to meet uh, a good bulk of them, anyways.
0: Sounds great. Well, before we get started, Jeff, um, I know as you were talking about other individuals, that we had a lot of prayer requests coming in last night. Yeah. So before we start the show, I would love to just maybe say a prayer if that's okay. And I don't know how you want to
1: work that. Absolutely. You, You start us out and pray for those ones because they're close to your heart and you know exactly what's going on. And then I will pray for the show.
0: All right. Sounds great. Heavenly Father, we just come before you today, Lord. And you know, Lord, each one who called in, who's struggling with being sick last night, Father God, we just lift them up. We ask that you would restore their bodies, that you would um, remove all sickness, all infirmity, all things, all arrows of the enemy that are attacking their health, Lord. And Lord, we just ask that you would be a firm hedge of protection around them this day, that the enemy may not be able to attack them in their weakness but that you would give them this time to heal, to feel restored, renewed, replenished. And I ask that you would send strong believers into their life, people who would encourage them, lift them up, people who would tenderly care for them while they're sick and maybe even make them some chicken noodle soup or whatever they need um, to feel better. Lord, I pray that you would think of those little tiny details and that you would supply that need in full. We ask for this in your powerful name, Jesus.
1: Yes, Father, and I come into complete agreement with that. We pray that you minister the Holy Spirit to each one of these people, give them restoration in their body, Father God, and glorify your name. And and Lord, we pray, we pray that your miracle in their lives is so evident. It's undeniable that it could only be the hand of God upon it. And Father, we also give you thanks for the ability to do this broadcast. We give you thanks for your word, because without your word, there would be no broadcast. There would be no life outside of your word, because your word spoke life and spoke creation into being Father God. Jesus, you are the most powerful being ever. There is none above you. You are the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And Father, as we read your word today and we ask for your Holy Spirit to minister to us the understanding. Father, if Jesse or I make a mistake in interpretation, we pray that uh, those words fall off of the ears of those who are out there. And Father God, we also pray that you expand our tent, that you find us trustworthy with your word and with your mission and in your service. We ask that you expand our tent. But Father God, we also ask that you only bring the right people. Lord, that you put up the guards so the wrong people do not get back into these circles, don't get into these circles, do not disrupt the growth inside of this community. As Father God, we are a community who is training to go to battle for you in your service as we are called. So Father God, we ask that we you lift up this broadcast today. We pray for every single person who is listening to this today. We pray for your health. We pray for your growth. We pray for your strength. And we pray most importantly for the increase in faith, because it's by your faith that you are healed and by your faith that all things are possible in Lord Jesus christ so we give the holy spirit permission at this point uh, to do the father's work through us and we pr- can pray that it's a continuing thing father god that it never never leaves us to our own devices because we are failed and we repent and we put our sin under your blood and we ask these things in mighty name of jesus christ the lord my god Amen. amen mm-hmm. All right. So Jesse, this is actually debatably one of the greatest chapters in the Bible.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's a debate, Jeff. I agree. It's fully one of the greatest chapters in, in scripture.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, this is going to be such a pleasure to go through. Uh, And I'm just going to let you know in advance, uh, you know, we I, I did a study on this and I've studied it a couple times, but this morning, because this wasn't planned, I didn't put as much time and studying as I normally do. So uh you're probably gonna get a little bit of uh, uh guessing interpretation and things like that uh because there's so much to discuss and we'll just put some concepts out there and, and you pray to your God and uh and go back and review the scriptures as well to get the answers that you desire for this because uh don't trust Jeff or Jesse the only one who is trustworthy is the Lord our God. Amen. All right, Jesse, would you like to start or should I? There's about, I think, 27 I verses. You will?
0: Yeah, I can start and I'll try to see. It looks like there's a split, so I can read the Take first it to wherever. So. Then I saw the new heaven and the new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. He will They will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death.
1: One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come, I will show you the bride and the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a mountain great and high and showed me the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God, and its brilliance was like that of a very precious jewel. Like jasper, clear as crystal. it had great high wall with twelve gates, and with the twelve angels at the gates. On the gates were written the names of the twelve tribes of Israel. There were three gates on the east, three on the north, three on the south, and three on the west. The wall of the city had 12 foundations on them, were the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. The angel who talked with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city. Its gates and its walls, the city was laid out like a square, as long as it was wide, He measured the city with the rod and found it to be 12,000 stadia in length and as wide and high as it is long. The angel measured the wall using human measurement, and it was 144 cubits thick. The wall was made of jasper and the city of pure gold as pure glass. The foundations of the city walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone, The first foundation was jasper, the second, sapphire, the third, agate, the fourth, emerald, the fifth, onyx, the sixth, ruby, the seventh, chrysolite, the eighth, beryl, the ninth, topaz, the tenth, turquoise, the eleventh, jacinth, and the twelfth, amethyst. The twelve gates were the twelve pearls, each gate made of a single pearl. The great street of the city was of gold. And as pure as transparent glass, I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God almighty, the lamb and the lamb are its temple. The city does not need sun or moon to shine on it for the glory of God gives it light. And the lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. Oh, no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those who... Whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Jesse, this oh, is oh. such a beautiful chapter. I almost don't want to give our interpretation. Just let those <laughs> words stand. My goodness, what a what a picture this paints.
0: You know, we could just leave it as it stands, Jeff. That the Lord speaks to each one, you know. And just bring out the beauty of the passage, you know, maybe that's what we're meant to do is just bring out the beauty, the hope, the expectations, you know, that I think there's such underlying tones in this, you know, words that aren't said. Um, One of them is prepared, you know, that scripture talks about that he goes to prepare a place for us. And it's not like he just you know, put something together. Everything mm-hmm. is is so th- thought through in such a beautiful display. Um, you know, there's just no words of somebody who takes the time to put together such a beautiful gift. and it's meant to be shared and delighted in together. You know, not like he just puts us in the house and is like, there you go. There's your house. You know, it's a place where he dwells with us. Like, you know, so I can imagine like walking through the halls and the floors and the roads. And, you know, think about that. The first time you take your child someplace exciting and they're so, you know, mesmerized and amazed by everything. Like they're pointing out every little detail and like you know, they're excited about it and they've got a smile on their face and, you know, and that's what it's going to be like, you know, that he's going to be walking right with us as we're seeing all these things for the first time.
1: And I had mentioned to you, Jesse, before that, uh, you know, I actually had this vision and was taken up and walked with Jesus in this new millennium, in this new kingdom. And, you know, one of the things that I'll shed light on, uh, from that was. Every, when he says he's building a mansion for you, each one is custom made for you. He knows how many hairs are on your head or how many hairs are not on your head anymore for some of the audience, (laughs) Um, but he, he knows how many grains of sand are in the world. He knows every single detail about you and what he is building for you is so perfect it's so perfect.
0: perfect
1: all right well I think we we have to do our job since we showed up to work Jesse and maybe we <laughs> just won't get into uh the inc- in there's so much detail in this this could really be a long uh broadcast and and maybe we won't uh take as long as we do it so uh, rather than reading verse for verse and breaking it down verse for verse, Jesse, why don't we just uh, kind of take the concepts. So uh, the first one, obviously, is a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth have passed away. And to me, that means that the earth, essentially, as we know it right now, is gone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it says the first heaven. It doesn't mean he changed all the stars in the sky or anything like that. The first heaven where the Prince of the air has been roaming back and forth. Right. Mm -hmm. That's gone too. Yeah. So everything is fresh and new. And. Oh, and, and here's another one. And there was no longer any sea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, when I the
0: majority of everything, there's so much water mass.
1: But later in this chapter, it talks about water again. If you need water, I will give you. You will not thirst. So, and when I was in, when I had that vision, I clearly saw. Well, I didn't know if it was a lake or a sea, but I clearly saw. A body of water at the bottom of a mountain
0: i think the difference is is that the sea is salt has salt in it which is needed for purification um so there's no need for that purification anymore everything's made new so therefore what you have remaining is only fresh or living water
1: that's exactly exactly what i see and 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 just think of this you got to remember we're in our immortal bodies now jesse so you like have you ever wanted to scuba dive to the bottom of an ocean you don't even need a suit why can't we just uh go swimming you can't die again
0: right right <laughs> we'll be able to explore all that that would sounds fun
1: Well, and not only that, if you get bored with that, we got all eternity. You may as well go to outer space as well, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I did want to point out too, um, for anybody who, you know, I've had certain people who talk about the, you know, that God had all these trials. um, So like even, you know, that there was, Adam had a first wife before Eve and things like that. But I want to point out that the Lord is very clear, you know, that it's the first heaven, the first earth. So, you know, it could be speaking about to that order of creation that that there were no other ones because what he remakes them into become the second heaven and the second earth. So it kind of puts all those other theories to rest, um, you know, that he. There was only one try. This was it. It's played itself out and now he's made it new.
1: Yeah. I I agree with that. And then and this is such an amazing thing. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down from heaven as God has prepared as the bride beautifully dressed for her husband. So uh literally this is this is a prefab construction,
0: <laughs> okay? Yeah.
1: He's, he's literally made it uh, in heaven, right. and he's sending it down to earth.
0: Yeah. Versus, it, 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 you know, at the in the beginning, you know he he gave the plans and had man construct. You know, it started with Moses making the tabernacle. Later, he gave the plans, you know, to Solomon uh, because David had begged um, for the Lord to allow him to build a place where, you know, God could dwell. So it's interesting that now, you know, it's all his, the work of his hands, and he's giving the entire work of his hands for us to enjoy.
1: Yeah, and with him, like he, there, there's no as we get into the end there there's no need to go to into a temple anymore because he is there um mm-hmm. and so and i heard a loud voice from the throne saying look god's dwelling place is now among the people and he will d- dwell with them they will be his people and god himself will be with them and he will be their god <clears throat> he will wipe every tear from their eyes there will be no more death there will be no more mourning no more crying no more pain all these things have passed away so It's all good, folks. (laughs) Like this is, this is like the best news chapter and we get to see how mighty God is really like he's created a new heaven and a new earth and he's actually sending it down to us for us and he's made, he's made everything new and write this down for these words are trustworthy and true. He is the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning of the end. The thirsty will come for water and those who who you'll never thirst again. Uh, But it's, it's interesting. And so, and, and those who are victorious will inherit all this. So that's an important point. What does it mean to be victorious? It's the same thing as to overcome. Right. What do we need to overcome?
0: Well, I would say sin and death.
1: And how do we do that? It's very important to this chapter.
0: Yeah, there's only one way. Um, you can only overcome by the blood of the Lamb. So that's right. Believing Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he came, he died for our sins, and that when we receive that, we die with him and are raised to new life with him.
1: And it is a free gift. And and I want to make that point notably because when it comes towards the end of this chapter, uh, you'll see why. That's a very, very important point in this chapter. Um, So, and, and really it's to overcome the world and how do you overcome the world? It's by accepting faith in Jesus Christ. And, and when you have to overcome or have victory over the world, it's because everything in those world has been created to keep you away from God. Our education system, they're not preaching God, you know, they're preaching, you know, all kinds of different creation stories. They're preaching science, they're preaching, you know, whatever. Um, you know, TV doesn't bring you closer to God, typically. Uh, I'm, I know that there's some exceptions. Uh, but, you know, all the things in this world have been designed by the prince of the air to get you away from God. So for you to actually put all the world aside and say, no, I'm going to believe in Jesus is to have victory and overcome this world
0: hmm that's a great point
1: uh and and again it's free hold on to that thought but the cowardly the unbelieving the vile the murderers the sexually immoral and those who practice the magic arts the idolaters and all liars and by the way every one of us has lied so if you're not saved that alone is the deal breaker for uh getting into the gates here but it's amazing that they even that god even put in and practiced the magic arts you know Mm -hmm. like it's all through the bible of course but you know when people say that uh we're crazy we're conspiracy people you know this illuminati thing doesn't exist you know uh jesse can't be real that doesn't happen in this world well god says it does yeah
0: and we've gone to all lengths to show that it does
1: yeah. And, and, and by the way, our audience uh, obviously uh, knows this to be true because the evidence is overwhelming uh, now. Uh, but what has happened to them? They will be consigned to a fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Uh, remember that the first death uh, isn't necessarily uh, into the lake of fire. Uh, that's kind of like in, in the last chapter hell was relocated. (laughs) Because you go, the first death is when people go and they're uh, basically in Hades and waiting for the white throne of judgment. Mm -hmm. Then last chapter was the white throne of judgment and then over to the lake. Yep. All right. So That's
0: not made new.
1: (laughs) Well... uh, You know what?
0: Maybe. So,
1: and and listen, people may disagree with me, but my understanding is hell currently is in the center of the earth. That's my, my thoughts. And this is opinion people. Uh, I think there's enough scriptures to point towards that. Uh, But on the new earth, hell can't be in the middle of it. And I think that's part of why the relocation happens. Hmm. That's my conjecture. Interesting.
0: Do we'll, you, we'll leave it there. We'll, it, it's going to be a mystery. So we'll know when we get there which which it is, Jeff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you
0: but, but, it, but if you
1: have a contrary opinion, I'm certainly open to hearing it.
0: I don't have a contrary opinion. Um, I... For me, my opinion is kind of a little different about it, Um, rather than it being necessarily a specific location, I think that it has to do with um, the fullness of the fire of God's glory and, you know, that the separation will be that you experience, see, and feel that glory, but you're always separate from it. You can no longer enter into that relationship. Um, You know, so seeing that as a place where, you know, God's wrath, the full extent of his wrath is continuously poured out, and that's all that you know or sense is God's wrath. No longer can there be forgiveness or repentance or coming into that relationship, so I don't think it necessarily matters as to you know a definite location. Mm-hmm. But I would agree, you know, I've believed that it's in either like if there were a location given to it that it's, you know, with shoal, which we're told is in a pit, so under the earth, or you know, it could be the center of the earth since it's round. Um, you know, that would be the deepest part. No matter which way the world turned would be the this. bottomless pit. Yeah.
1: How else could it be? Right. Uh, but right. listen, what what you just offered there, Jesse, I think really fits well with, uh, with what I said. Um, so yeah. I, I think the two, the two can be true. Um, yeah.
0: And again, I wasn't disagreeing. I was just saying, yeah. you know, it's a plausible theory. It's just interesting to think and talk about, what really is hell and you know what what does one experience or really know about it? And is it a real identifiable location currently?
1: Yeah, well, as I say, there there is a relocation, and we proved that in the last uh, chapter. So uh, hey, listen, uh, all these things will be revealed in a twinkling of an eye uh, eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, come, I will show you the bride the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a mountain and the great city and high and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem coming down out of the heaven of God. It shone with the glory of God. And it's brilliant. Was that like very precious jewels. And we won't get into that. We'll just stop right there. So who is the bride of Christ?
0: Well, it's the church. Those who have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as their savior.
1: So we that that's exactly it. but I just had an interesting thought uh, this morning as I was studying this. We're not the bride yet.
0: Well, we could technically disagree on technicalities on that because in in the Jewish uh, beliefs, especially the older, you know the bride, would be bought and wouldn't be given. Usually there was like a year period where the groom would go prepare, get things ready, then he would come for her. So I think I would say, yes, we're the bride, because technically, you know, they were considered married once they were bought, even though there had been no intimacy in that relationship. So the same thing happened between Mary and Joseph is that, you know because he had made that vow he had bought her even when she was found with child he still took her as his considered her fully his wife and didn't cast her aside. Um, so that's where I'd go with that that uh, you know that what
1: I, I love it I, I think that's a brilliant uh, really really good I I will not disagree with that. I just you know was thinking that we have the promise of the bride it's like we're engaged. Uh, but we don't become the bride until we're at the uh, banqueting table, right? Uh, but listen, small point. Uh, once you receive yeah. the, uh, yeah, we've already received the engagement ring, you might say. Yeah. But, I, but you're right as well, Jesse. We were bought with a price.
0: That's a, right. A very
1: high price. So, all right. So it's, uh, this is a beautiful, beautiful city that's coming down from, from heaven Uh, It had a great wall with 12 gates and 12 angels at the gates, and on the gates were written the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. So remember that, that's, that's the Old Testament, the 12 tribes, and there were three gates on the east, three on the north, three on the south, three on the west, and the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and on them were the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. So now we have the New Testament as well.
0: with this, without reading all the jewel names either, um, what it represents, though, is bringing together some of those Old Testament um, descriptions and pictures and regulations that the Lord had set forth. Um, The same 12 stones that, you know, represented each of the 12 tribes that the priests wore on their breastplates of righteousness. Those are the same stones that are named here. Yeah, I and, think it's uh, in
1: uh, Exodus that they mm-hmm. name those stones.
0: Yeah, and you know, so what's interesting is that uh, I don't know. I just find it. I'll just put it out there as an interesting point that no longer is it just a symbol represented on a breastplate that the priest wears close to his heart, and now literally those stones become the walls of the city and yeah
1: and and, and the foundations it's it's really right. really great imagery and by the way sounds like quite the beautiful wall uh you know I'm not knocking DJT but his wall isn't as beautiful as this mm-hmm. one <laughs> and right. his was never complete this one is going to be complete.
0: Right. I mean, you think about it though, like even these priests, like if our bodies were those temples, then that breastplate would be literally like a wall along the chest that, you know, the imagery was always there. It's just, we didn't have the fullness of the picture of of what it all meant yet.
1: Yeah. And, And don't forget it to me. Um, and you know, not everyone is gonna agree with this, but don't forget, uh, when there was Armageddon and then there was Mog uh, and Magog, uh, the uh, the the second war, there's still people on the earth when this happens that are alive, and during the millennial reign of Christ, there'll be people outside of this city, uh, on the on the in the new earth, and You know, they'll be having babies. They'll be, you know, it'll be like regular life, but it's being run under God's rule with Mm -hmm. us uh, having some charge as well. So this is an interesting thing because the measurements of the city. And so 12,000 stadia in length, from what I can discern from that, it's about 1,500 miles each way. So 1,500 miles wide, 1,500 miles long, 1,500 miles high.
0: That's huge.
1: Pretty big city. Lots of room. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah and the wall was made of Jasper and pure gold as pure of glass the cities the, the walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone like this is a, this is a beautiful beautiful place and I'm sure that there's something really deep when we go into all of these precious stones i I haven't got there um uh, so perhaps if you know something you can put it in the chat uh but listen, it's it's just, it's just describing incredible beauty. The great street of the city was gold as pure as transparent glass gold as Mm -hmm. pure as transparent glass. Like, can you even picture that?
0: I can picture it. Yeah. But it's, it's something where you're like, huh, is that really how it's going to look or not?
1: Yeah. It's uh this is something and he didn't see a temple because the Lord uh, they didn't need the sun or the moon to shine on it for the glory of God gives it light um, now that's it now does that mean there's no sun or moon for the rest of the earth
0: mm-hmm.
1: no I think I, the sun and moon are still so. there it just doesn't need it
0: Yeah.
1: And and the lights never go out by the way
0: right is it not in this passage, but in another one, it says the Lord God himself will be their light.
1: Yeah. So there's uh, you know, it's just constantly lit, you know, the whole time it's on. And, and by the way, I don't think we need to sleep in our new bodies. I think we're, uh, we're way too busy for God has worked all this time. We're going to be working as well.
0: I don't know. He's worked awful hard to get us to take a Sabbath rest. So you know i think that there's going to still be that quiet time where we have to rest just oh oh absolutely
1: absolutely because the know, uh that's the interesting no i i i really believe that there will be that day of rest still because essentially mm-hmm. god has laid out his governmental plans already mm-hmm. um and we're going to go into it's going to be his form of government and and just listen to this and the nations will walk by its light so there's still nations mm-hmm and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. So they're still kings of the earth. All right. Uh, and by by the way, who are those kings?
0: That's right. That's some debate. Um, I think a lot of, a majority of the scholars believe that those will be the hundred and forty four thousand who were set aside. But then you've also got scriptures where, um, who is it the meek or the righteous? It was part of one of the crowns where Jesus says, and they shall reign with me. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of.
1: Well, and we're also called to be kings and priests.
0: <clears throat> right.
1: Right. But it also says, and the kings of the earth. So, will bring their splendor into it. So that sounds like kings from outside of this city. Again, you know, there's probably yeah. people still on earth at this time and they still have a chance. Uh, people who were born in this thousand year reign who are like, we're, we're in our immortal bodies at this point in time, but they're still humans and they're mm-hmm. still going to be able to, they're going to be making a choice just like we made a choice. Right. They can believe or they can disbelieve because don't forget uh, Satan is going to be loosed after the thousand years to try to deceive. He can't deceive us. We're, we're we're done, but there's going to be others that he can deceive. So there's Kings on the earth, but so, and, and obviously, you know, if there's people living outside of this kingdom, then there's probably some sense of order and there's probably some Kings, but, Does it also speak, because we are called to be kings and priests, that there is a ranking? And when I said that the free gift of salvation was important, and it is, because it's absolutely free, So, but then you're rewarded for your works after you get done. And that's when I think this is really important because there is a hierarchy in heaven. This isn't mm-hmm. a communist utopia, okay? Uh, this is there is there are rankings, and God will reward you for your works be, because listen, he, he can't He can't give you a free gift of salvation and then say, okay, you owe me, work for me, because if he if he if you had to work for him after his free gift of salvation was the gift free. No, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but if he pays you to work for him, then the gift was free. It's honored. But he says, listen, and if you come into my service, I will pay you. And it has eternal reward.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think that you're right on with that.
1: Right on, right on, right on. Ah, so nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful, deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Ah.
0: (laughs) What a great chapter.
1: I know, just the, the... Just the painting of the picture and uh, seeing this image in my mind, you know, of this city just descending down to earth, you know, and like, it. it, God is so awesome. Like, there's just (laughs) no words. Like, who could even think of something like this other than God?
0: And I just imagine there's going to be like special sound effects. You know, we'll all be standing there speechless with our mouths open wide. And, you know, some angel that is able to make these amazing sound effects, you know, is going to be like animating through sound. No No earthly
1: uh yeah, and you know what? God is gonna reward by his works. And don't forget, it isn't just angels there. We're we're already with him. So I'm gonna make a right. bold prophetic offering to you right now. It's watching Wall and her shofar.
0: Ah, very well. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> we'd, when, we'd be happy to have Wall her sound, play while that's happening.
1: She sounds a shofar, then the heavenly city comes down. <laughs> Hey, you never know. God might honor her with that. You I'll never know. Someday. You hey. never know. Praise God. Well, listen, that was fun. I'm not gonna keep you too long, Jesse. Uh, but hey, listen, hi to everyone in the chat. I know that uh Jesse keeps looking at it. I I have a hard time reading it.
0: <laughs> I've been watching, yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, listen, we thank you for being with us. Uh, do you have any final remarks, Jesse? Any uh, further prayer requests how people can keep uh, your family and and some people close to you in in mind through this season?
0: Yeah, just keep keep praying for health. keep um, you know, just the regular stuff, health that I think is the most health protection. And just yeah. that, you know people would be able to relax and enjoy and that we'd get a reprieve from the enemy's attacks during this time.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, it kind of broke through Christmas morning for me, but uh, a couple days going into Christmas was uh was pretty tough. I gotta say. Mm-hmm. And I, I noticed a lot of people had that as well. So, uh, yeah. but, you know, so I pray that ever, well, that reprieve is coming. If it hasn't come to you, it's on its way. And, uh, and that's our prayer for you today.
0: Amen. And our prayer for everybody who's experiencing that kind of stuff this week. We're just lifting each other up and trusting the Lord is going to be our peace during this time.
1: That's right. That's right. Hey, listen, if you haven't yet, please do hit that like button on this and uh, and even share it with a friend. It's such a beautiful chapter. You'd hate for anyone to miss the reading of this word today and uh, and bless them in this time you know, to, uh, to just really receive and, and, you know, if, if there, if you feel there's no hope, just read this chapter. My goodness. and there's so many chapters that give faith and hope in that, but, uh, this one is just so magnificent because we really see the glory of God and, and what he further creates on top of, uh, his already beautiful creations. So, uh, it's just a really good thing. And we praise him for it. Uh, And we thank him for each one of you as well. So go with God, go in peace, and remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community.